You made it to the Hidden Gems podcast, the podcast that highlights the journeys of small business owners, entrepreneurs, and creatives through conversation, interviews, and storytelling. Tune in every Monday for a new episode where I drop major gems, or at least my guests drop major gems. All right, so welcome back to the Hidden Gems podcast. It's me, Kendra, your host. I realized the other day that I always forget to say my name. So for those of you who don't know, it's Kendra, your host. Today is actually Valentine's Day. So this episode is probably going to be a little short and sweet, but I do have a special guest with me today. I have my husband and he's not really in a talking mood right now. So he's here supporting me despite the way he feels. Do you want to say something? <laughs> something. Okay, exactly. So what we're going to do is uh, last week I asked everybody a couple questions on my Facebook and on my Instagram. And one of the questions was, what do you want to be when you grow up? So what is it that you wanted to be when you grew up, when you were a little kid? Well, it's funny because I wanted to be a ninja. And what do you do now? (laughs) (laughs) And I am a professional ninja, mixed martial artist. Um, So in a way that it kind of manifested into to being because um the ninja turtle movies the karate kids the uh three ninjas especially um that's what i that's what i was inspired to be is a i don't know what i wanted to do by day but i knew by night i wanted to be a ninja (laughs) and i didn't do the parkour so flipping off walls and things of that nature but i did get the uh the pugilistics the skills the kind of hand-to-hand combat skills so yeah and then the stories that you and your friends like to tell about how y'all used to try and walk around really quietly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we used to try to sneak around the house um, without being detected, which was almost impossible a lot of times. <laughs> there were often only one-way uh, pathways in the house and areas we were trying to sneak to. We're trying to sneak downstairs when your mom is walking up the stairs. <laughs> trying to act like, make it seem like she can't see you, uh, you know. But uh, good times, good times. Definitely worked on the uh, athletics and the uh, agility. Even though we didn't, we didn't really think that's what it was at the time. But I mean, jumping from furniture to furniture, skipping multiple steps, and still trying to do it quietly was a uh, definitely an arduous task. But we tried, we made it work. Yeah. I assume. Probably, but probably not. Like, if I probably interviewed your mom about that, she would probably tell me a totally different story about y'all. <laughs> like I said, y'all, I saw all the time. Right. <laughs> she probably saw y'all every time and was like, oh, my God, I'm just going to ignore it. Because uh, if I ignore it, then they want to talk to me. <laughs> make us think we're doing our job. Yeah, exactly. She helped to, to build your confidence. <laughs> so um, I never really knew what I wanted to be when I was growing up. But I thought it was so interesting to see a lot of the answers a lot of people gave. And a lot of people gave me answers and a couple of them are actually doing what they said they wanted to do. Like I had one friend who said she always wanted to be a teacher when she grew up and that's what she does now. But like I had another friend who wanted to be a pharmacist and she doesn't necessarily do that. And another friend who wanted to be a dentist and she doesn't do that. But I never really knew like a concrete what I wanted to be when I grew up. I don't know. I think I just kind of fell into the career that I'm in now. And like sometimes you're just, I guess, called to certain careers and you may not 
think you're called to them or you may not like have necessarily aspired to do those things, but there are things that you fall into and you're good at and um, you make it work. But I have like not always known, but for a long time known that I wanted to do something for me instead of just, you know, working for somebody else for the rest of my life. Yeah, it was a bunch of things, you know, as you know, I, I wanted to aspire to be. I mean, the ninja, of course, when I was little, but from the Navy SEAL to the mm-hmm. baseball to mm-hmm. trying to pick up football again, one crazy little adventure in Savannah, mm-hmm. um, to, you know, I was a teacher for a while, school security guard, went back to a teacher, went back to a school security guard. Yeah. So, I mean, I, and not even, didn't even have one to be a firefighter in the forefront until just what what was it like I've been it's almost two years now so maybe two and a half years ago Mm -hmm. I just was like hey you know what try this firefighting thing out and best decision I've made in the last few years at least so I mean sometimes it takes a little while to finally find like I said find that niche find a niche so it's okay it happens yeah definitely so I think that I don't think that it always has to be like something that you know either. I don't think that you should put a whole lot of pressure on kids in elementary school who are just learning to read and write. <laughs> like to pick up, you need to know right now what you need to do, yeah, what you uh-huh. want to do. You know, and even like middle schoolers, like high school, I feel like it's okay to start talking to students about their careers and what they want to do and what they're going to need to uh, to get there. But putting the pressure on like I feel like that's a little ridiculous because like even if you know what you want to do like it's not to say that that's going to be what you end up doing like you might grow and learn and find that there's something else out there that suits you a whole lot better and that you might just be better at you might just be naturally better at like you were naturally better at fighting than you were let's say at football Mm-hmm. So like, it might just be something that you're naturally better than what you thought, and that's okay. Yeah. So, or sometimes it takes life to develop those skills. Yeah. To develop, like you said, develop the skills to eventually come into a new hobby or a new love for something. So. Yeah. You know, the everyone's path is different. Even though I'm, that's something I, a quote I, uh, you know me, that. That time in is everything. I mean, you know, I'm not big on that, but I mean, sometimes, I mean, cliche. Sometimes, all the time. Yeah, sometimes, all the time. Time in is everything. So. It is. Because if I, I know me six, seven, eight years ago, if I tried to be a firefighter back then, I probably was not disciplined enough to go through the rigors. EMT portion, especially, maybe the yeah. fire portion. I would have gotten through it anyway, but the rigorous EMT, the, the studying and the yeah. weekends devoted to it. I mean, I eight years ago, I probably didn't have the same discipline, the same drive. So, yeah, know, there's that timing again. And putting other things in per- to perspective made it more important to sit at home and study and making sure I, you know, leave 
Yeah, three tests were fired, so I was making sure I was... <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of pressure, too. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, definitely. Um, that was pressure on me. I was like, oh, my God, what I got to do to help this man study? Let me get these kids out of here. I passed another test. We, <laughs> we made it to another paycheck. That's what we say every two weeks. We made it to another paycheck. Yeah. So, but, uh, That's yeah. tough. Um, took, took a few years to finally get mentally strong enough or mentally driven enough to push through that so once again back to the old i guess i try to stay away from it but timing timing yeah. is everything so yeah like even some career choices that i've made that um have been outside of the field that i work in now i tried to be a teacher and this is a real transparent moment for me for my listeners <laughs> but i could not pass the math portion of the case and how many times did i take that test i took the uh, test like I've taken it more than three or four times. Well, at least, well, at least. At least three or four. Yeah, I've taken it. I've taken it at least five times. Mm-hmm. Like gotten tutors and everything, still couldn't pass it. And I was just like, well, maybe it wasn't meant for me to be in the school system. Public but system, yeah. yeah, the public school system. At least I did find out recently that like working in a charter school is totally different though, because somebody reached out to me and was like, hey, my school is hiring, and I was like, oh. I don't know. But um yeah, like always have that uh that resume ready to go though. Okay. And that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> but yeah, like um they're working in the public school system at least. Um I could not pass the test. I have had tutors, I have studied, I have done all of this stuff and I just can't pass the math part. Like the English part, the written part, the science part, I'm passing with flying colors. Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> right, in the professional level of all of that. And then I'll get to the math part and I'll be like, oh, you missed it by 15 points or 10 points. Or, right, or like, I think the highest I ever got, I missed the passing score by like two points. Mm. And I think that was the last time I took it. Yeah. And I was like, fuck this, I'm not taking I'm not taking this test no more. Yeah, look Failing at something or, you know, not accomplishing something by just a hair is probably more devastating, more demoralizing than completely missing the mark. Yeah, like, I could see <laughs> if I bombed it by, like, 100 points, yeah, I would have been like, like, you know what? what? <laughs> it just ain't meant for me. Yeah. But like, two, two points. points. Yeah. Yeah. And the, uh, two points. In high school, state semifinals, I lost the match by one point. Oh, my God. And I was, like... You know, I was one point, two point, technically two points away, but one point away from being in the state finals. And I, when I finished, I was like, man, I would have rather got pinned in the first <laughs> 30 seconds of the match than to come down to the last one point. But, you know. Yeah. Wrestling is such a, a tough sport also. It's, it's a tough, it's a sport where there is a lot of pressure on you because even though you're a team and I'm doing air quotes, it's you who gets out there mm-hmm. on that mat. <laughs> like, it's you. Yeah, it's an individual team sport. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. An individual team sport. Yeah, because you get out there on the mat, and it's really like your team is really just there to be your training partners, mm-hmm. and then you get out on the mat and you try and like win. It's almost MMA and training. It definitely is. Mm-hmm. Definitely is. Because even when you were training me when I did my first jujitsu tournament, my first and only. <laughs> I might do another one in a couple years, but. My first and only, as of right now, jujitsu train tournament. You trained me a lot on takedowns, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much how I won. I got second place, but 
I didn't get submitted at all, and all of my mat- matches went the full. Yeah, full distance. And the only reason that other girl won was because apparently, and I didn't know this at the she time, sandbag. she was sandbagging. She had been a white belt for like five years, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was a fresh white belt. Like, it's a couple months. Yeah, it was a couple months in the game. Fresh so, in the game. yeah, real fresh. I don't even think I had that many stripes. I have to go back and look at the pictures and see how many stripes I had on my belt. Mm-hmm. I might have had one. Maybe two. Probably two. She had four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, when we got on the mat, I knew chick was high level. White belt. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, definitely, I just, I just circling back to me knowing what I wanted to do. I never knew what I wanted to do. I always knew that I was told that I talked a lot, like, throughout school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for a long time in my life, I always felt like that was a bad thing. But the older I got, the more I realized that that's not a bad thing. Because even though I do talk a lot, I do listen a lot. So I think that in school, a lot of the times the teachers would be like, oh, you talk a lot, you're disrupting the class. Yes, I do talk a lot and I might be disrupting the class, but I was listening at the same time. Right. Now, now, sometimes like I would talk a lot in a class when I wasn't understanding something. And I think that the teachers that I had at the times where I was doing those things, they didn't take the time to uh, actually ask me why I was talking or to even evaluate me as a student to understand. And it was usually, it was an, I remember one class I got put out of a lot was a geometry class. I can't do, I can't tell you anything about geometry. I couldn't tell you a thing. Like you could put like, and I can't even remember the formula for that. Like, see, I can't even remember that. Like, I think that that teacher, and I think it was maybe like 25, maybe on a good day if everybody was in class, it was 25 students in that class. But me and this girl named Stephanie used to sit in that class and talk, 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 talk. And we got separated and like. Who cares about trying to find the value of B? Right. Or or like the the equal sides of a triangle or some shit like that or like. You know, I didn't care about that. And then to be in a class where, one, I didn't care about it, and two, I didn't understand it. So, you know what I'm going to do? Recipe for disaster. Let me look at my neighbor. Neighbor. <laughs> girl, what you doing after this class? And we would just be talking and laughing. We I, I, we both got put out of that class several times just to roam the hallways. I don't think it's very effective to put students out of class when they're acting up because, I mean. I mean. But I get it. <laughs> now, trust me, I get it to all my teacher friends. I understand, but I just think there's a better way to do that. But I think that sometimes in the public school system, especially, it's a little difficult to do that, especially when you have 30-plus students in the classroom and you got one or two who's really getting on, like really doing it, mm-hmm. and the rest of them are just, like, trying to work. Because, like, every – I mean, there was probably about a solid five students in that class who we could guarantee to be the peanut gallery. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And uh <laughs> and the rest of them would at least make an effort to work, but um yeah, that teacher she never even even like when she would see me maybe in the hallway or something like that or she she just never really cared to ask. I don't think she asked any of the students. And then like I ended up I think I got like a C in her class cuz she let me she let me like she gave me like some makeup work or something like that. Cause like I couldn't pass, I couldn't pass a test. <laughs> like I could pass them like with C's and D's mm-hmm. like, and that's just like 
off the word problems because I can read my ass off. <laughs> right. I can read and understand what you're asking me for. But then when you give me these shapes <laughs> and you be like, find the value of what? <laughs> yeah. Like, and then to teach students that memorization is the only way to really learn is bullshit. Like you should teach students to use their resources because as adults, what do you, what do we do when we can't figure something out? What do you do? Cheat. No. Google. Google. That's cheating. No, it's not. It's using your resources. Why is that cheating? Cheating is using your, but that's what my, I'm not, shout out to my uh, 11th grade social studies teacher, but. Mr. Slash <laughs> one. He saw me looking over at a paper and he was like, Nate, are you looking at, are you cheating? And I was like, no, I'm not cheating. I was like, I just needed some help. And he was like, no, Nate, what you got to do is you call it, I'm using my available resources. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not cheating, Mr. Life One. I'm using my available resources. I mean, why is that cheating, though? In life, if you use Google, is anybody going to be like, hey, you're cheating at life. You didn't know that fact and you looked it up. That's cheating. No. They're going to be like, oh, wow, he's resourceful as fuck. He's trying to figure shit out. And now you know. So that's what I feel like. But anyway, so the title of this episode is In My Bag Again because I'm in my bag literally again. So I'm going to shake my bag up and ask you a few questions. And I'm going to get your answers. I'm asking you. Oh, you're asking me. I'm asking you. Oh, I mean, maybe I'll answer if I have the answer. Sometimes I don't have the answer to the questions in my bag. Sometimes I do. All right, first question. <laughs> what book are you reading right now? <laughs> oh, Don't man. lie. All right. Just tell the truth. All right. The truth. Tell the truth. Shame the devil. Mm-hmm. I am currently not into any literature at this <laughs> current um, time frame. I have my hands in a lot of endeavors currently at this point in time. Uh, from trying to invest recently, becoming trying to become a quote unquote where it goes the air quotes again these famous air quotes a day trader mm-hmm. so you know through the Robin Hood app um, oh God. I'm daily trying to invest and make us some some money make make some make the the very few pennies and coins that I do have make some more money for ourselves so um investing in stocks getting ready for this fight coming up yeah you do you are in fight camps I yeah. guess but I think that there are some, I saw somebody on, I think it was probably TikTok, post some books, um, some good books for people who are just getting into trading stock. I'll have to go back and try and find it, which is very hard for anybody who's been on TikTok. It's very hard to go back and find TikToks, especially if you didn't like like it, because it won't be like archived in your like section. I'll probably never be able to find that TikTok again. But if anybody's listening to this and they know any good books to recommend to Nate to read about stock, investing in stock and stuff like that, um, leave me a comment on like my post about this episode and put the name of the book Yeah. or I'll ask the questions. He probably still won't read it. I'll probably end up reading it and telling him the answers to his questions. Because I also work a 24 hour shift every third day. Right. So quite a lot on my plate, but, um, excuses are like monuments of nothing. That, that build bridges that lead to nowhere. Yeah, and those who use them are incompetent masters of nothing. Yeah, exactly. So, with that being said, <laughs> need to stop using, utilizing that as an excuse and get definitely get into some literature. I do have a college degree, for those who don't know. Um, in English. Well, they know that. Well, I don't know if these, these listeners know that. Right. Because they don't know we met in college. I do have a college degree. 
In English. The Savannah State. The illustrious. <laughs> Savannah State University. You can get anywhere from here. You literally can. Anywhere. Um, so. So many SSU graduates have gone on to do great things. I am able to read and <laughs> comprehend. Obviously, you just talked about how you were studying to be an EMT and how that was like. Right. So they know you know how to read. Full circle. They know. I think you're well-spoken enough that people can understand that you know how to read. I try to read. At least a little bit. I try to portray the image. Most people who are listening know who you are, so they know you have a degree. <laughs> so you're good to go. Cool. All right. Yeah, sorry. Um, no books at this current time. Yes, and you are well. You know this, and they know this too, because I'm I'm reading. They know. They all know. I'm reading the Bridgerton series. Um, I am on book seven. Yes, because I'm on the book book seven, which is the book about Gregory Bridgerton, which is the second to last Bridgerton. So after this, I will be reading Hyacinth's story, and then I am also reading Dare to Lead by Brene Brown, which is actually a lot longer than I thought it was, because I'm only like. I think I'm like 25% of the way through and I thought I was a lot further because I've listened to it a lot and then I'm like 50% of the way through the seven habits of highly effective people I might be a little further along in that one actually than 50% um, because I've been reading that one for a while but again like I keep telling everybody the voice that's reading that book yeah, monotone. yeah it is he is very monotone like <laughs> I was listening to it at work one day and one of my co-workers came up front to get something off the printer and she was like and she heard the book and she was like does that voice ever make you go to sleep? And I was like, absolutely. And clear eyes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really boring kind of monotone voice. All right. I keep trying to pull out new questions, and every time I get in this bag, I pull out the same questions, and I got a bag full of questions. Timing. It's the timing. No, or, or is it that I have memorized <laughs> the way these things feel? Maybe. And I'm picking up familiar feeling things. Do you have a sounding board? So a sounding board is like um, a person or maybe a few people who you can use to bounce ideas off of or tell you hard truths or things like that. Um, my team. Your team? My, my fight team. Okay. Brandon, my coaches, and my little brother, Robert. Um, ideas about, and my manager. Um, yeah, you do lean on your manager quite a bit. And Daniel, shout out to my boy Daniel. Yeah, shout out to Daniel. That's your boy, but that's my boy. Yeah, check out his podcast, Half the Battle. If uh, especially if you're into MMA, that's definitely the podcast you want to listen to. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, gives a weekly um, analysis on fights coming up the on that weekend. So UFC fights. So definitely check him out. But uh, I run, I run, really my fights. If I'm depend thinking about getting a fight or have possible opponents, I run those by Daniel. Um, usually, almost first Daniel. It's a it's a pipeline of Daniel Robert, and then if they kind of like it, then I shoot it to my manager mm-hmm. and see you know get his overall opinion about it, and he kind of gives like the final hey, I like this matchup for you, or no, I don't like this matchup for you. So yeah, I do have a a soundboard now that I actually. Just found out today, just now, <laughs> what that, what that entails. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do have. Them. I definitely would say Daniel and uh, your manager and Robert too, mm-hmm. def for sure. Yeah. Those are your people that you definitely, when you're making serious decisions, especially about taking fights, those are the people that you bounce those ideas off of. So, yeah. I would highly agree with that. I kind of have a 
other people that I'm kind of like secondary people, but those people won't usually determine the decision. It's those those top three. Yeah, your sounding board. Those are your people who you know are not gonna be like your yes men, mm-hmm. like um, like. And this is no shade to you. You are kind of like my yes man. So like, <laughs> you are. You're not going to tell me that anything I'm going to do. You, just because that's how you are with me, mm-hmm. you're not going to be like, no, nah, Kendra, that's not going to work. And that's okay. I don't think it has to be that way with your romantic partner. I don't think it always has to be that way. I think it's perfectly healthy to have other people. Like, you didn't just say I was part of your sounding board. Yeah. And I'm not offended. So you shouldn't be offended. I'm not offended. I'm just... <laughs> your arms are crossed. No, it's just, I don't know. I just... <laughs> Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, I don't never want to shoot like I'm shooting your, a dream down. So right. Who might be like, nah, that's trash. But we have a different type of relationship. Yeah. So like, I'm gonna tell you who's on my sounding board. My sounding board is Courtney, Marcus, and I heard you to your mom. yeah, my mom. But you know, I can't go to my mom with no bullshit. It has she to be. She gonna shoot this shit, shoot this shit down, down. Like mm-hmm. it's gotta be a little more concrete. So like, I'll run it through Courtney and Marcus first, and Micah. Because Micah gonna give me some real, real, real. <laughs> he gonna be like, nah. <laughs> and like Courtney will be like, I like it, but like, um, that was a clause. right. So like the idea I ran by you the other day about the segment that I want to add in here and onto the podcast, I ran it by Courtney and Courtney was like, yeah, that's good, but you don't want to isolate. She was she was like, you don't want to isolate your listeners for the specific segment that I want to add into the podcast. So, like, I'm having to rethink it, but I also ran it by you. And what did you say? I thought about it for a second. I was like, well, I mean, I just asked you more questions. I was like, what is the segment going to be about? Yeah, and then you said, but you, then at the end of the day, you said, yeah, I think that's a good idea, Pooh. Yeah, I mean, you want to do it. Yeah, okay. and that's okay because I think you need people like that in your life who are going to be like, yeah, do it. But you also have to be, like, emotionally intelligent enough to be like, okay, every idea I have isn't a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, let me let me run it by, like, a few other people. Podcasting is, is so new. It's not really that new. New enough to where still, I mean, it's not, it's what? I mean, I guess you could say it's new enough. I feel like 10, in 2000. 10 years old, 15 years old. I mean, Joe, nah, not the, I don't know how long Joe Rogan been podcasting. Yeah, Joe Rogan's a pioneer though. So yeah, and he's life. been in the game, just not even podcasting, just like being a personality, yeah, yeah. being a public Fear figure. Factor, yeah, UFC. He, Fear Factor when he had hair, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. and that was before UFC. And he's done stand up comedy for forever. Yeah, so like he's been a public figure. Yeah, but just, can't compare myself to Joe Rogan. No, I'm saying, but I'm just saying like <laughs> podcasting is so new. Just in the sense of any type of media, compared to other media media entertainment. Like radio shows? Yeah. that Because that wasn't considered podcasting. Right, because they play like the now music. they're like, well, we've been technically podcasting because we've been doing radio. Yeah. But, you know, the, the, the actual genre of podcasting, I consider that, you know, yeah, so fairly right. new in media entertainment that, you know... Everybody doesn't know everything that works. Just because Joe Rogan, what he has that works, you know, you can come up, you can come up with the next idea, and who am I to be like, oh, that's trash? Yeah, no. Try it out. If it doesn't work, we revamp it and we go right. on again. You know, and I'm and you're so inquisitive. You're so, I mean, you're so in tune with this whole thing now that you're like, you know what? I tried that. The listeners kind of or the feedback I got, it kind of didn't work, so I'm going to revamp it. You know what I'm saying? So that's the kind of. Mm-hmm. 
I'm like, yeah, do it. Oh, you are? You didn't like that? All right, well, how can we fix it? All right, mm-hmm. you going to fix it this way? All right, let's try that way. Let's, that's the kind of support that I, I'm trying to give you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the type of support that you give me, though. Everybody still needs a yes, man. That's what I said. <laughs> I said that. I didn't say you did nothing. Just reiterating. No, you just repeating what I said, but trying to make it your idea. No. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, everybody does need a yes man. But you also, like I said, got to be emotionally intelligent enough to know that you got to talk to some other people. Because, yeah. like, Agreed. I mean, you're not going to ask me about no fight, mainly because, you know, I'm probably not going to ask you the questions that need to be asked. Like, I'm going to ask you what, what the... That? Right, exactly. <laughs> you're going to be like, I'm yeah, fighting... Yeah, I'm finally I'm fighting Johnny McIntosh and uh he's a he's a featherweight and uh he's fought this many fights and I'm be like great so what's his record? And you're gonna be like this and I'm like so is he like a ground guy or is he a stand up guy? And that's pretty much about where it's gonna stop for me. So you need to talk to some people who are well versed mm-hmm. in that. To help you. And then you come back to me like you always do. And you tell me, I'm fighting Johnny McIntosh. He's a stand-up guy, but I'm going to go in. I'm going to take him down. I'm going to beat him up. And I'm going to win the fight. And that's how we're going to do it. This is the plan we working. And that's how it works. And it works. I think that a, a large part of um, understanding your relationship with your sounding board or with people who may not necessarily be on your sounding board. And I think that your yes man can be a part of your sounding board also. Just the lower part. No, I, I or don't. Maybe the beginning part. I, no, I think it's like different planes. I don't necessarily think there's like a, a hierarchy. Like there's not one part that's higher than the other. Like my mom is on a different plane, right? Like I know that I can talk to Courtney, Micah, and Marcus, and I can talk to them <laughs> about it, and they're going to give me real honest feedback. I know that, and I can talk to them when my idea is in a very raw state. I cannot talk to my mom when my idea is in a very raw state because right it needs to be <laughs> it needs to be the second round like I've got a couple more things more concrete because she's going to ask a lot of questions and if I can't explain the questions like to her liking she's gonna be like no nah, I don't think that's gonna work and then I'm gonna feel defeated so and but I like I know I can talk to you also when my idea is in a raw state because you're gonna give me confidence. And, like, that's an important part of somebody on your sounding board for them to be able to give you confidence. Because even though I talk to Courtney, Marcus, and Micah, I could still, if I'm not confident in the idea that I'm presenting, it's, I'm not going to talk to them about it. But talking to you first does help me to feel more confident so that I can take it to them. And then once I talk to them and they, they pick it apart and put it back together and pick it apart, then I can take it to my mom. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then she's going to pick it apart even more. But at that point, I will be able to take what she took, like what she said, and put it back together. So I think that having a yes man is very important for your sounding board. And it's not a lower level or a higher level. I think everybody's just on their own plane. plane. Yeah, like in your own, or or I guess better yet, in your own lane. Yeah. You're all in your own lanes. Stay in your lane. It's like track. Yes. (laughs) Yes. All right. Let's see. Next question. Nate's getting tired for everybody listening. We're recording this at night. When y'all hear this, it'll be morning. But right now, it's nighttime. <laughs> what is a movie that you could quote word for word? Uh, Friday. I knew you was going to say that. that. I didn't even realize that until 
Kendra, Kendra just listeners, podcasters. Kendra just was introduced to Friday. I know, right? Probably should have revoked that black card. We just Whatever. introduced to Friday about a couple years ago, not even five. Um, <laughs> so we, we, you know, the. I'm not urban, but I'm not hood. But you know the. Shortstone Mountain, you know, Friday is part of black culture, and we needed to watch Friday. And when we turned Friday on, I did not realize that I knew literally all of that movie. Yeah. Um, was quoting everything. You were. So, Friday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and now, for the listeners, before y'all revoke my black card, I have watched next Friday and Friday after. <laughs> No, that's even more. I watched all of those, and I never watched the original Friday. That's funny, but I did because you made me watch the whole thing. It was okay. Uh, okay. I really like Next Friday better. No, that's terms of revocation of. <laughs> well, I've seen the Black color membership. purple. Have you seen the color purple? I'm pretty sure it's other people that listen to right now. It's- listen if you that, and they haven't seen the color purple either. if you're listening to this and you have not seen the color purple leave me a comment on my post this week appreciate y'all in advance because we about to actually i'm about to put a question in my story tomorrow and be like have you seen the color purple yes or no it's gonna be a bunch of ors no it's not because <laughs> it's just it's really gonna be yes no and then like it's a poll it's gonna be a poll because I don't know if or have more people seen the color purple than Friday. No. Shit, no. That's somebody asked me the other day if I um <laughs> if I like slave movies. I was like, excuse me. <laughs> no, I don't like slave movies because I think they were asking me about like the. They're hard to watch. They are. I, I don't. I'm not really Civil into black trauma. Yeah, I live black trauma. I'm not really into watching it on the big screen. Black trauma. Like. There, yeah, exactly. There have been countless movies that I would never watch again. Queen and Slim, I would never watch that movie again. It was good. I cried the whole time. I cried almost the whole way through that yeah. movie. I'll never watch that movie again. I'll never watch For Colored Girls again. I'll yeah, never watch Pressure, Precious again. Like, those are just movies I won't ever watch again. Too much trauma. <laughs> like, I don't need to see all that play out on the big screen. I get it. I understand. I live it. I live some of it. I don't have to watch really it. good. Yeah. So, no. I'm still going to put that poll up. We're going to see. Thank y'all in advance again. Because <laughs> we already know. Color purple. The color I, I purple. have seen color purple with, uh, with, um, what's her name? I don't know. I don't want you to say it. No. <laughs> that's not the cake anime. No. That's Sad. the Ike and Tina oh. Turner movie. I've seen it. What's I've love got to do with it? I think I have seen it. Oh Lord, have mercy. And Miss Elijah one class. I don't know if they would let. I don't know if the color purple is the movie you can watch in school. Mom and Prince. Okay. That don't mean that Mr. Elijah won't let y'all watch it. We watched American History X in there. All right, here's a good question. How would you encourage? What you watch? What American History X in school? What's that? I never watched that. Yeah. More black trauma. It sounds like. How yeah, would you encourage? Black trauma. Nah. How like, would you? Black kid tries to be in. Oh no, I don't need to see that. This isn't yeah, the environment like, for that. You like curve some white people, some, some black kids. You know, the curve, when you curve people, you make them bite the curve and you step on the back of the <gasps> No! Yeah, you curved a couple black kids. And, and 
I haven't seen the whole movie. But American History X, we did watch that in school. So, Stone Mountain, get it how you live. That's terrible. Okay, here's the question. How would you encourage someone who is trying to get into the same field of, I guess, business as you, or into the MMA um, field? We, we touched on it a while back, but doing the research in, in anything, mm-hmm. research first. Uh, research over me search. Diving in <laughs> to something head first, it, it sounds cool, and it's, it sounds motivating. I'm just going to dive right in, but... That's um, being ignorant. And people, when people hear the word ignorant, they, they get offensive. But ignorant simply means not knowing. So if you dive in ignorantly, um, of course, it's something that you don't know. So it's, I mean, anything new is going to be brand new. It's going to be a learning curve anyway. But you at least want to give you give yourself an opportunity to up the curve instead of down the curve and to learn first, if that makes sense. Because, um. Like I said, not going to anything blind. Right. You know, um, so that comes that at least having some type of knowledge of something at least will bring you, you come into it, at least knowing knowing something. And like I said, you, you can start the learning curve going up versus taking your bumps and bruises, like i.e. jujitsu. Um, if you wanted to start jujitsu, maybe you have a wrestling background, so you do some mm-hmm. research and you understand that jujitsu is very similar to wrestling. Except... Except there, there, there are a few things, but if you have that basic knowledge, that basic understanding, then you'll come into jujitsu, and you'll already have the ground, like the the grappling basis, portion yeah, of it. Yeah, you know, you like, the technique you will develop over time, but yeah. like the the actual grappling and you being used to having people grapple back with you, you will understand. Right. So that learning curve changes, you know, uh, because of because of that prior knowledge, that prior. Even like I said, that prior research. So, research over me search. Okay. Yep. So if you like I said, want to get into it, first of all, do the research, and then understand that just because you feel like something is for you doesn't mean it's always gonna go the right way. Doesn't mean it's always gonna be easy. Yeah. I think people get that messed up in their head all the time. You think that just because something is for you, because you think it's for you, you think it's supposed to be easy. Mm-hmm. And that's not how it is. That's not to say that just because it's for you or it's meant for you, it's going to come without its challenges because we all know that everything has its challenges. Right. So. Yeah. so research, uh, a, a drive to just push through adversity. Yeah. And just the willingness to see it through because everybody's path is different. What may take this person three years, may take you seven, may take the next person 11, you know. So just understanding that as long as it's something that you're passionate about and you won't, at the end of the day, you won't mind going through the process because it's it's definitely a process. It is definitely a process. I think that um, research is a big part of it. Uh, I think if anybody were to ask me, one, if people, if somebody... And, like, people will find this out in a couple episodes that I'm going to have where I was doing an episode with a friend of mine named Philip. If anybody asks me how to get a podcast started, I will tell you. I will literally send you all the links. <laughs> I will tell you all the ins and outs of everything that I know this far. Um, but 
Like, I am not, like, on my waist bead channel on YouTube, I teach people how to make waist beads. I'm not at the point yet where <laughs> where I'm going to teach people how to start a podcast only because I'm still learning this one as I go. Um, and a lot of people are always like, why don't you teach people how to do photography? That's another thing I'm still kind of learning as I go. Like, I know enough about photography to produce really good, like, quality images. I know enough about editing. But, like, as far as teaching someone, like... There are so many photographers out here who have YouTube pages. I don't really feel like that's something I have to do. Mm. I can I can send you to a bunch of people, yeah. like, on YouTube. I can find the links for you. Like, <laughs> I don't feel like everything that you're good at, you you have to be the teacher for. But um, I feel like research is very important because when I was starting the podcast, I did not, even though I know Daniel, I didn't reach out to Daniel when I was first starting. Mm-hmm. I kind of did. And asked him maybe a few questions. Yeah. But, like, after that, I kind of just, like, did a lot of Googling. It's a lot of research <laughs> to figure out. Because I had to figure out how to get it on these platforms. I was like, what? How are the podcasts even out there? So you record it, and how does it get out there? And then I found out all the information about that. Now, if somebody wanted to ask me about how to get into early childhood education, I can give you all of the ins and outs. <laughs> I can give you everything you need. Um, but now that I have a couple podcasts out, like this yeah, podcast yeah, and the one, the <laughs> right on no early child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now that I have like the podcast, out, I'm a little more like reserved about telling people about like who I work for and where I work only because like somebody we've seen cancel culture. We see how it happens. <laughs> somebody might not agree with what I said on my podcast and they might be like, well, I'm going to take this to your boss. <laughs> like, well, take it to him. Like, let's see what they say. <laughs> so, like, yeah. So, like, I just, um, I'm a little more reserved about handing that information out. But, like, if you ever saw me in a professional setting where you were like, oh, and you asked me, but you didn't know it was me until you heard my voice. <laughs> voice recognition. <laughs> right. And you're like, man, your voice sounds familiar. <laughs> Don't know why. Uh, but, yeah, like, that, I could also definitely give you a lot of information about that. So, that's that. All right, next question. He's fading. How many questions have I asked you? Oh, four. You can get one more. Then you can get out of here. I'm trying to get rid of me. No, you say you're tired. I don't want to do this one. It's a two for one. Good. I'm trying to get questions. How are you going to randomly, unrandom choose questions? Because I'm trying to get questions <laughs> I never choose. Randomly. See, we will study math along the way. If we weren't talking in math, we would have realized the probability of you picking the same question. Right. Because this is a little ridiculous. I got a bag full of about 25 questions, and I keep picking the same five. All right. This is a good one for you, because I don't even know the answer to this. Oh, well, I think I kind of do, now that I think about it. If you could only watch one TV show for the rest of your life, what show would it be and why? And this is a question I asked all the time. I knew you was going to say you would see. This is another question I pull all the time. I'm about to pull you another one. I know I, I said... I will watch the UFC because every week is going to be something fresh, something new. It's not like it's a rerun or episode or I'm going to see the same thing. It's going to be fresh new fighters every week. Fresh new content. Fresh new material. Fresh new... <clears throat> everything. So, definitely, I will watch... If I could watch one... I don't I really almost only watch the UFC now. Exclusively, yeah, that so. is true. 
Except for WandaVision. He does watch that. Shout out to WandaVision. <laughs> keep the TikTok people keep the, the spoilers and the the, the, the new info. Keep it keep that heat coming. We need it. We're on our <laughs> rabbit holes of trying to figure it out. And we and how do y'all know that stuff? Like I don't know, but I know that I will I follow Straw Hat Goofy on TikTok religiously to figure out his analysis of the WandaVision shows. And if they come out on this Friday with Reed Richardson being mm. uh what's her name's contact, I'm gonna be like I'm gonna be like everybody need to follow Straw Hat Goofy on TikTok cuz he got all the answers. I don't know how he catches on the smallest clues. But the file was in the fourth file. The They're introducing the Fantastic Four and we already know they're supposed to be coming out with another Fantastic Four movie. And they redoing that shit again. This will be the third remake, but that's okay. Okay, here's a question that the listeners have never heard. I finally found one in my bag that I haven't pulled. And I don't even know why. Maybe it's because of the size of the bag. I don't know. Anyways, this question is, do you meditate? I know the answer. No. Nope, you don't. I don't. Meditation has been suggested to me. By a couple of people, um, especially Daniel, once again, my boy Daniel Levy. He's, Daniel really tries to keep me, um, keep my mental strong. He's a good friend and a good sponsor. Yeah, for sure. Um, he really is, because I guess the mentality of a fighter, um, a lot of fighters have the skills, but the mental, their mental is probably what determines a world champion versus your is, average contender or your, your guy who's just going to stay on the local scene. It's your mindset, it's for sure. It's your mindset. So, um, lot, fights I've lost has been mental. I've mm-hmm. lost a mental battle, and that kind of translated to the physical physical realm. I sound like I'm talking about Mortal Kombat or something. No, you don't. But translated to, to the physical. Um, so, Daniel, it, he, he told me how he started meditating, and it helped. You know, um, don't want to put his business out there, but it helps with like things like anxiety and, um, you know, different, different, different things like that. So he he's also, he suggested listening to uh, positive affirmations like uh, different podcasters. Um, oh, what's, oh man, I'm getting my bad, damn, I'm getting blamed. My, but things like um, Eric Thomas, you know, people like that who. Is Spreak E.T.? You never heard of E.T.? I don't know E.T. Yeah, Eric Thomas. But then again, I write my own positive affirmations. I read these positive affirmation cards. The universe has your back. Like, I do a lot of that. Yeah. I don't meditate that much. Um, Meditation has been difficult for me because it's hard for me to turn my brain off. Yeah, because you're running thousand miles an hour. And I always have thoughts going. I'm always like, like, I'll try and meditate. My thoughts will interrupt my meditation and be like, okay, but, you know, if you do this, this, and this, and then I'm like, oh, yeah. And then, like, you know how I go down rabbit holes with WandaVision? I'll go down rabbit holes in my mind or, like, just on off of whatever thought I was thinking. And that stops my meditation, my meditation, and I'm in my phone, like, let me look up this, 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 and this, and let me write these notes down. And, like, it just gets like that. So, but you got it. Keep at it, because the better, the more you do it, the better you get at it. Yeah, so my Aunt Gail was recommending, I think it's a book or an app or something. It's called, like, One Minute of Meditation. And I think it's, like, the story of a guy, from what, from what I can remember her explaining, it was, like, the story of a guy who meditated for one minute every day. Mm-hmm. 
basically until I think he got to the point where he could meditate for longer periods of time. Yeah. People who can meditate for hours, like, I have no idea. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan has that think tank that they have where it's salt water and you kind of just... Oh, and you float? And you just float. My dad did that recently. And it's silent and it's black and it's dark and you just float in the salt water and you just feel like you live. He said your body feels like it's weightlessness and that's a good meditation uh, thing, but that also costs a pretty penny. My dad did it recently. He sent me a picture... Not of him floating. He sent me a picture yeah, of the place. That, I said you can, you're supposed to get like naked. And oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. He um he sent me a picture of the place. Okay. And then uh, he told me what it was. And I was like, oh, I've heard of I've heard of that. Maybe it's one minute of mindfulness. Or no. I think it was like one minute of meditation. But anyways, so it's kind of like you need to meditate. Everybody should be meditating in like, like theoretically, um, because maybe it's the one minute meditator. I think that's what it was. The one minute meditator by David Nickel. That might be what she was telling me. Anyways, because like, you know, that um, anything the mind believes the mind can achieve, right? So it's important to have yourself in a really good headspace, especially for you, definitely being in a fighter. I agree with Daniel on that mm-hmm. because there are mental battles that you have to overcome while you're in the ring. If your arms get tired or if your legs get tired or if you're feeling fatigued, just like when you're training me uh, in the mornings when we're working out and you're like, in a, like I'll start planting my feet mm-hmm. and I won't turn my feet on the hooks. You and you're like, yeah, and you're like, I know... And you're always telling me, I know your shoulder's tired, but you got to pivot your feet or you're not going to have any power. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to be able to pick those things up and remember those things. So, like, when we trained for me to get ready for the first jiu-jitsu tournament that I did, um, when I was in the tournament, even though you were yelling at me, (laughs) like, yelling, not in a bad way, but, Mm -hmm. you know, you were coaching me, Mm -hmm. um, I could still... In my head, on the moments where you weren't coaching, where I could, where you weren't talking, I could hear you talking about grab her by the collar. This is the collar grip, yanker, mm-hmm. and like right. keep yanking right. it right. And that's what I remember, and that's what I did. That was a great strategy. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and then, like even when before we started dating, when I did my triathlon, and even though Jay Killer wasn't there to coach me through the triathlon. I could hear him in the back of my head, mm-hmm. especially when it got to that last point, so the run, on, right? Run. Saying we're gonna catch him on the run, we're gonna catch him on the run, cause like and like I still to this day don't understand why my bike was my slowest time, my swim was fast, my bike was slow, and my run was very fast. Like I think my run was like, it was very fast. I remember, I just remember I got first place surprisingly in my age group, and I was very surprised. Um, but cause I remember him just all I could hear him saying was. <laughs> People never prepare for the run. People never prepare and for the run. Always assume the run. Right. Oh, I can run. I do it. Right. Because I think people, a lot of people who do triathlons are like long distance runners. And they're like, I I run all the time. That's not going to be a thing. But after you just swim a couple miles and bite a lot of miles, mm-hmm. like getting off that bike, you do have jelly legs. And like I could tell, like for him, for Jake, I could tell he did a lot of like research prior to training me for that when I presented it to him I could tell he like went deep in his bag for that shit <laughs> and he did a great job he's a great trainer he's at the trainer die compound 
<laughs> if anybody's looking for a trainer. If is it in Fairburn? No, it's on Old National now. Oh, okay. I think. Okay. I it's okay. No, he used to be in Fairburn, then he right. moved. Yeah, but yeah, trainer dot compound. If y'all looking for a trainer who's gonna get you right mentally and physically, um, yeah, but he got me right for that, and like it's just important to have that type of mental where you can pull from your bag when you are feeling like down and out, like you're not going to make it. And not just in physical, like the physical aspect of life, but also in just your working aspect of life. Like if you're at work and you're just like, Jesus Christ, I don't know if I'm ever going to get this project done in time. You need to be able to mentally push through and be like, yes, I am going to finish this project instead of just giving up, you know? So, and then, for my listeners, for all the small business owners out there, you already know you got to be mentally tough to be a small business owner. Like, that shit doesn't come. <laughs> I saw this. <laughs> so everybody knows I talk about Marty Woodard a lot. Um, if you follow him on Twitter, or no, not Twitter, um, Instagram, he posted like a meme and it made me laugh mainly because the lady was falling, but it was like the first year of entrepreneurship and it is this lady falling and like tripping down these stairs, but like slipping down on her butt. It was really funny. And I was like, but like literally for real, (laughs) that's how it is. And then especially when like, it's a small, small business, like my business, Mm. small, small business. And, uh, it's just like. It is. No, I'm not taking anything away from the fact that it is a business. There are things that have to be done. But it's a small, small business. Like, I'm literally looking at the rack right now with all of my inventory. <laughs> and uh, it's it's interesting. But the first year of it, well, when I first started doing this, it was a couple of years ago. But the first, I guess last year, it'll be a whole first year in May, okay. legally on paper. Um, So... Yeah, no. Well, since I incorporated the business, I guess I'll say, because before before it was a business, I'd give these shits away for free and be like, "Here you go." But like the de- the demand just became so high that I was like, <laughs> I can't afford to buy all this stuff and just be giving these things away for free. So it had to become something like something. Right. So right now, I'm working on a big project. And, um, I took, I had to take custom orders down off of my website because I don't have the time to do custom orders for people right now while I'm trying to finish this project. Yeah. This large, large order. So, but anyways, yeah. Meditation is important. It's important to be mentally tough. I don't meditate enough. I wouldn't even say I meditate a, a certain amount of times a week, but if anybody has any recommendations for books or, um, podcasts that are good for meditation let me know mainly something that can be audio because i can do it in my car i mean can you listen to music and meditate or does meditation have to be a quiet thing i I, I think it can be at least no words okay so i listen to that chill beats playlist all the time it helps me to get work done it helps me to focus Hmm. or like does meditation have to be something where you're not doing anything I'm thinking meditation. I think of crossing your feet, holding your hands upside down, out by your side, with putting your fingers together. <laughs> um, I don't know that. Um, Some people just meditate and focus on breathing yeah. instead of making noises. But they say just sitting in a quiet room and just practicing actually to calm your thoughts is 
Sometimes I fall asleep when I meditate. I mean, sometimes, you know, it happens. But sitting in a quiet room and trying to just silence your thoughts is part of the practice. Like That's so know, hard for me. It is. It is, but it, they say you definitely need to be in a quiet place. Still, preferably in dark, dark, quiet place. The quieter my thoughts, thoughts get, like, the faster my heart beats. <laughs> I don't know if that's, like, anxiety... like I have anxiety though because I don't feel like anything really makes me like anxious or nervous but I mean anxiety does manifest in a lot of different ways and I don't know I'm not an expert on that but like the quieter my thoughts get the louder or the faster I feel like my heart beats yeah and maybe it's just me being in tune with it because I'm intentionally trying to quiet my thoughts so mm-hmm. i'll focus on that. something else and it's yeah. always my heartbeat and i'm like jesus christ it's so loud and then my thoughts are back mm-hmm. yeah but i think that's i think that's part of it like and then i think maybe that you may be achieving a higher level of meditation not even knowing that you're getting to the part where you can focus on your heartbeat and then it's maybe just achieving another level of meditation is getting past that point no, i have no idea I mean, maybe, maybe to me and you, but to somebody who's like an OG meditator, right? (laughs) Somebody who's an OG meditator is like, nah, dog, that's not what that shit means at all. She actually hasn't even scratched the surface, dog. Like she, she, she said you was her yes man earlier. (laughs) Yeah. No yes again. Right. That's okay. He boosted my confidence. Making me think I'm better at it than I might be. I probably I'm probably terrible at it though, honestly. I don't think so. Bro. I just talk a lot, and in my head I talk a lot. Like people think me talking a lot is just me talking a lot to other people. It's me talking a lot in my head. Mm-hmm. Like I am so glad we wear masks because a lot of the times when I'm talking to myself, I'm out in public places like the grocery store. And when I anytime I'm ever like grocery shopping by myself, I'm picking things up and I'm looking at it and like, mm, I don't really need that actually. I think I need to get this and ooh, I need to remember to get that and blah blah blah. And like I'm having a whole conversation with myself. And now that I have a mask on, I openly move my lips and say the words because if I'm talking low enough, people can't hear me around me. Even if they did, it doesn't matter. They just said like you got an earpiece in. Nah, that's true. But I don't. I don't have AirPods. I still want some though. Just put a piece of cotton in. That's ridiculous. I'm going to get one of those headsets, like the over-the-head headset, like the like the old man who be trying to be your sugar daddy. <laughs> With the, the, the microphone that stick out. Yeah, that's what I'm going to get. People would, think I, people would think I'm talking to somebody. But no, nah, I be talking to myself. But, all right, I think that's all the questions I'm going to ask you. Maybe. I'm going to ask you one more for the road. See if I can pull out one of my questions that I never pull out. Probability from statistics would tell us that she's gonna, she has a 66.2% Oh, that has nothing chance. to do with you. Damn it. Let's see? But it was a question that had previously been asked before. It, ha- it was. So, see? Probability, people. Maybe I need to put some more. Probability. Oh, well, this is one that I've asked. So, mm-hmm. see? Another one. On another one. Oh, this pen came out. I was gonna say, where this pen come from? It came out my bag. This is one that I asked on my last one, but it's only been asked once before. <laughs> I'm still trying to find you one. It's drum still rolling. It is still rolling. 
What's that one? Because I want y'all to understand that I have a lot of questions in here. And I don't ever ask all of them. Oh, I have this one in here twice. Gotta keep that out. That changes up the whole probability of statistics. That does, because I have one in there a twice. Duplicate question. How often do you post on sub, uh, social media? Uh, on Instagram, it's random because I go, I go a couple, couple like weeks and I post nothing, and then next thing you know, I post three, four things a day for like two weeks in a row. I feel like your Twitter is also a little random. My my Twitter is random most of the times. <laughs> Cause you'll get on there and you'll like stuff up from like five weeks ago that I <laughs> I tweeted, and I'll uh, be like, what? Most times, if I'm I get on Twitter. It's just to catch up <laughs> from Milan, just to see what's going on. Because once again, Daniel told me, shout out to Daniel. Daniel do be saying a lot. I'm going to have him back on here. Yeah. But I got to figure out what we're going to talk about again. I mean, we can, talk, we can talk. People did. I got a lot of good feedback from the episode with Daniel. People said he dropped a lot of good information. And he does. Imagine having somebody like that in your life that you can always go to and ask questions. And I just want to put that out there for everybody. Yeah. So Also, I think he might be... A little single. Yeah. <laughs> but he, um. I don't know though for a fact. I'd have to ask. So y'all don't go blowing his inbox up. Please. Yeah, he put me on. Um, what, what did he ask me? How often do you post? On yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Daniel put me on. He was saying, man, that, you know, getting up and getting my record up and getting, you know, more clout and you know, more notoriety in the fight game that. I'm going to have to get my Twitter uh, active. And we changed my name. It was Stone Mountain Charlotte. That was, that was, was my Twitter it? name um, from Savannah State. Mm-hmm. S-T-N yeah. underscore M-T-N underscore S-H-A-W-T-Y. Stone Jesus Mountain Charlotte. Um, so he was like, yeah, we're definitely going to change that. Um, so we changed it to, I want to say Nate Williams MMA. Um, and just he was like, you know, post content on here. Just tweet, interact. Hashtags are real big on Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. just, you know, get your, get your profile out there. And now I'm, I'm, I notice I'm a lot active when fights are up because my goal is to try to get one of my tweets on UFC live posts. They, they post tweets on, mm-hmm. so I'm trying to get, Daniel's been on there a couple of times. I saw. To get my, post, my tweets on there. So yeah, that, but I'm, I'm on Facebook a lot. Um, and if, usually if I post something on Twitter, it's just because I linked it from Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I see that a <laughs> those lot. Cheesy too. tweets, yeah. Those are, those are even, I don't, doesn't even get a lot of reactions, I don't think. But Facebook, mm-hmm. I'm on. I'm, I'm you be re- on Facebook a lot, but I'm sharing a lot of stuff on Facebook. Probably it's probably a lot of sharing, sharing of a lot of things mm-hmm. I've seen from people, other people. Yeah, like I like to say, Facebook is a family place. So like I know, like on my Facebook. I can get exposure, but it's gonna be with people I know. No, like if I, but like when I'm selling, when I'm actively selling waist beads, like during the season, which is coming up, um, a lot of my family and friends will buy stuff from my Facebook, uh, or not from my Facebook, but because they see me post it on Facebook mm-hmm. and they'll go to my website. But um, as far as the podcast, I do numbers on Twitter and Instagram. Okay. My interactions 
and my analytics on Twitter and Instagram, and maybe Insta- mainly Instagram, uh, Twitter, I can like see when people are retweeting and liking. So like I can just kind of guesstimate, but on Instagram, it actually breaks it down for you. Like you can look at the insights of your yeah. posts. Mm-hmm. And I get a lot more. Right. And you know, I took that class or that Marty Woodard course on content that converts. And ever since I started following his formula, I started building up. I went from like 300 followers to 600 followers in like a month. And then I kind of fell off um, (laughs) of what he was saying to do. And I just recently picked it back up. I picked it back up on Friday and I already picked up 17 followers. Really? From, yeah, That's doing what he said to do. Oh, so, I um yeah, I kind of fell off, but I was still consistently posting, but I fell off of like some of the other things that I was supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um but I picked it back up and now I'm back up accruing followers. So, yeah. Now on Twitter though, I don't know that you necessarily have to have a lot of followers to be like seen, but it's about the 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 quality of the followers because like I have gotten shout outs and mentions from verified followers. And I'm not just talking about like the queen sugar one that I recently got, but like even from like other podcasts, like louder than a riot or even like shout outs from other um, companies like good pod, good pods. It's a good pods. Yeah. It's good pods um, and things like that. And it's just like, I don't know if on Twitter you necessarily have to have a lot, but like if you have a good quality, like type of followers, that you will be fine. But then again, my Twitter also, mm-hmm. my Twitter also isn't just, it's really can sometimes turn into my thoughts, just me putting them out there. <laughs> isn't that what it originally became though? I mean, that's I think. Yeah, Twitter. but I think people some people, yeah, tweet. because I feel Whenever like, I think I just, Yeah, and then like for me, this podcast is just me. So if you follow Hidden Gems underscore underscore Pod on Twitter, yeah, like you're getting me. Okay, it's me talking Mm -hmm. to you. Um, but if you follow Wait, what just happened? Which is WWJH underscore Pod on Twitter. That's a shameless plug. Um, we I don't post that much on that one, um, because it's both of us. So like. I feel like when you do a podcast with other people, you kind of sometimes you if if it's gonna be your thoughts, you need to make sure that it's reflective of the brand, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, if it's a brand with two people or more people, it's a couple more hands that have to be in into that one. Right. So like for that one, I kind of try and keep it strictly just uh, things about the pod, but for this one, I'll post some of my random thoughts. And I'll also post things about the pod. Like, I'll always post when an episode drops, and I'll always try and drop some artwork. Dope. Yeah. So, that's what I do with this one. Um, but my Instagram... My Instagram is really... I feel like it, ha- it needs to be multifunctional. I feel like everybody who follows me needs to understand that there are different parts of my personality that you're going to get on there. But I'm trying to be consistent with just posting mainly things that have to do with podcasting mm-hmm. and have to do with like the guests that I interview and I'm trying not to be too personal on Instagram which is a little like it's not challenging but it can be challenging because sometimes I want to get on there and just post like random pictures but I'll be like eh, I'll just take it to Facebook pictures of what just I don't know like or just 
I don't know, just like random, like I might want to take a picture of this messy ass desk and post it on there. I could. I could flip it and be like, but like, I don't know, I might just want to take a random picture of the moon at night or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just I don't know. I don't post up, but on my Instagram, I feel like I feel like the people who follow me now, I, they understand. But I always try and post like a inspirational quote or something that I found inspirational. And then I always post our workout videos when we do them. And then I don't know, but it's fun. I enjoy. Yeah. I enjoy making them. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So I mean. <laughs> yes, and so that's what. Yeah, but yeah, my Instagram is pod ish because my Instagram is also serves as my Instagram for the waist beads when it's the waist bead season, mm-hmm. and it's almost waist bead season. So it's gonna be interesting to see me juggle waist bead season and podcast because podcasts don't really have a season like no, it's podcast. Just like fighting, I have a season mm-hmm. year round. Yeah. So. We'll see. We'll see. Try to get that. I'm trying to post the right stuff so the algorithm will fuck with me. Man, those damn algorithms. So, anyways, well, Nate, that's all I have today for you. Thank you for being here on Valentine's Day. Wouldn't want to spend it with anybody else. (laughs) No, 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 no place I'd rather be. Okay. So, uh, if you guys are wanting to follow Nate, you can follow him at Nasty Nate underscore MMA on Instagram and Twitter. And then my old Facebook got hacked. So I don't know how. Nathan Samuel Williams on Facebook, though. My whole government. Yeah, you don't really there. you don't really have to have people follow you on Facebook. Oh, well, get my fans up. I'm trying to get back to my You don't life. even have... It's not a fan page. It's your personal page. But I, I had 5,000. I reached the max limit of friends last time on my old Facebook. 5,000. So... So what? We're pushing 5,000 again, people. Let's get me to 5,000 to where you, <laughs> your friend requesting me is going to say, he can no longer accept friends anymore. Yeah, that's <laughs> ridiculous. Um. Yeah, so then if you want to follow Nate, you just got his socials. If you want to find out more about what I'm doing, things I have coming up, and if you want to see pictures that I post uh, of the guests that I've had on the podcast, you can follow me at Hidden Gems underscore underscore pod on Instagram and on Twitter. I, unlike my husband, am not accepting new friends on Facebook. It's no shade to anybody who would like to be my friend. It's just that Facebook is a family place. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter and pretty much get the same thing, just in two different spaces. And Facebook, I really don't post much about the podcast or anything. I mean, I kind of do, but I kind of don't. So follow me on Instagram or Twitter. Leave me a comment if you've seen the color purple. Actually, just go to my story when y'all hear this and uh, make sure you <laughs> vote on whether or not you see the color purple. Over or, Friday. Or no, Friday. No, not, it's not over Friday. Have you seen the color purple? Yes. Or no? Have you seen Friday? Yes or no? And then the percentage will show. Okay. Let's do it. Thank y'all once again for the third time. (laughs) (laughs) And that is all I have. Next week I should have um, another couple because this month I've been focusing on couples in business. 
So I should have another couple next week. Hopefully our scheduling works out. If not, I'll let you know what I'm going to do. Your boy so, might be making another cameo. No, my mom wanted to come back on. She can come on too. I'll let her know. <laughs> she wanted to come back on. Or Daniel might come back on. Who knows? Who knows who I'm having next week? Tune in. Tune in. Boy, Stay tuned. Stay tuned. I guess I should say one more time. Thank you for listening. And tune in. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Mm -hmm. Share with all your friends. Let them know that I'm here. Give me a rating on Apple Podcasts if you have not already. It really does matter. It helps other people to be able to find me. And I will catch you on the next episode.